0: tiger fans show your pride on the road by purchasing an official state of kansas tiger tag the process is quick easy and your 30 dollars license plate fee will support scholarships at fort hayes state university visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni association to learn more your car or truck isn't complete without a fort hayes state university tiger tag visit fhsualumni.com slash drive today go tigers
1: it's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications. Our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good
2: Monday, and welcome into Tiger Talk. This is Gerard Welbrock, joined by the voice of Tigers. Head coach for the Fort Hayes State Tigers, Chris Brown. We're going to be talking a little Fort Hay State football here for the next hour. We're certainly glad to have you a part of it here on this Monday. Uh, Tigers coming up short in a, a good effort, but uh, not quite enough in the end. They lose 35-23 at Central Oklahoma Saturday afternoon. They'll have their first home day game of the year. They'll host the Central Missouri Mules this Saturday afternoon. That's a 1 o'clock kick, a little bit earlier than the normal daytime kickoffs. 1 o'clock at Lewis Field. will be on the air at noon with the Auto World pregame show on Tiger Radio Mix 103. We've had a couple of questions submitted. You can chime in if you've got a question for the coach. You've got a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. That's the home of Tiger Talk. And all you have to do is submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the drawing. Again, we have a couple that were submitted over the weekend, and we'll get to those a little bit later on in the program. You can do it during the show. All you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, FHSUathletics.com. You go over to the Fans tab. You'll see a drop-down menu when you hover over Fans, and there at the bottom you'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. You'll be registered, and uh, if we get it on the program, a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. And, again, we are live today at Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. They've got their own unique taste uh, on the barbecue. Of course, we're at the old soda shop building, so you can still get a lot of the uh, soda fountain drinks that they've always had here, a lot of great treats as well, and the great barbecue, best barbecue in town here at Big Smoke Barbecue in the corner of, e- of uh, uh, 8th and Main in Hayes. We bring in the head coach of the Fort A. State Tigers, Chris Brown, and... Um, a lot of good things to, to talk about and we'll certainly get into uh, from Saturday, but uh, just Again, couldn't overcome too many mistakes, mainly uh, four turnovers looks big in this one, but uh, uh, you had to like the effort. It felt like your team played with a sense of urgency. A lot of those things you've been kind of waiting for and looking for saw a lot of that on, on Saturday. So even though it is a loss, and I know you're not into moral victories, it felt like it was a step forward in that game on Saturday in Edmund.
3: It was a step forward. You know, I thought some of the kids really did step up, play hard, and, and play physical, and do the things that we asked them to do, but... Again, we just keep shooting ourselves in the foot with turnovers and giving up big plays and, you know, just certain little things like that. A couple of penalties here and there that we got to get cleaned up as well. But... You know, effort was there. They played harder. Um, I thought we had a really good chance to win that ball game, but just a couple of turnovers there towards the end, and you're not hitting a few big plays that were wide open for us, you know, really kind of put us in a hole, you know, we hit those two big plays. It's it's a totally different ball game, and you're a, a couple of those turnovers. You know, we win that ball game, but we just can't seem to put everything together to go get us a W.
2: You know, and, and you're right. Yeah, you had a couple of chances to, uh, to, to strike big and then maybe change the outcome, you look at this team and really the last couple of years handling adversity, it feels like first time something goes wrong is the wheels fall off. And you kind of sensed, you had that 10 nothing lead, they come back, they lead 16-10 at halftime to go up 22-10. to You kind of sense that could be happening, but then your team kind of regrouped and battled in there and fought there to the end. Uh, maybe that's a, another step forward and a good sign. It didn't feel like they just completely fell apart after a little adversity hit them in the face. No,
3: they didn't. They they, they handled it pretty well, you know, decently well, but there's still a few things that we got to get cleaned up, and still so get a few guys playing a little bit harder with a little bit more passion and a little more physical, but... You know, I don't feel like this. These kids quit. You know, in this game at all. I didn't think they gave up, and you know, they kept playing hard. And I think they really, really, they really, truly tried to win this ball game um, this week. And uh, you know, hopefully, we get a few of those more of those things fixed in practice. People we'll get maybe get some guys back, <laughs> you know, as well. But I'm really proud of the guys that have stepped in, you know, in those roles of all of our injured players, and 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 done a good job. And but they're getting experience, which is really what they need, because you know, next year a lot of those guys. We're counting on to, to play a lot for us, but uh, experience is more than anything, but I'm proud of them. They worked hard. Uh, we just got to get a few things cleaned
2: up. You mentioned missing on a couple of big plays, and we'll talk about a few of those a little bit later on, but they hit a couple of big plays, mainly through the passing game. How much of that was experience? Because you had some guys in the secondary who haven't played a lot, certainly that many snaps against a team like that.
3: Yeah, a little bit, and it's just eye discipline. You know, you got to read your keys and – you know, they're running the ball, running the ball, and they did a good job with the play action and getting our eyes lost in the backfield and not seeing receivers release downfield. And uh, a lot of times it's just tight ends, you know, releasing right by. And, you know, when you play cover three, that's usually a very, very safe coverage, but, you know, your safety's got to see those things and, and stay back, and it's just something that we didn't, didn't do. But with time, hopefully they learn from that and uh, they don't let those things happen again. But... I remember playing safety myself, you know, it's <laughs> it's hard not to want to get involved in the run game and uh always told my corners when we we're playing cover three, you're really playing deep halves, so you gotta take care of me back there. But it's it's part of it, it's learning experience and the same with me as I got older I was able to see it and pick it up, and it's the same with these kids; they'll pick it up as well.
2: Well, and against a quarterback, and we talked about it, a dual threat in Stephon Brown, and and you held them to 114 yards rushing. Did I mean I think did a relatively good job, but he had one of his his biggest passing day in his career. Kind of kind of exploited that a little bit, but but it is a challenge because he's one of those guys who can hug the line of scrimmage, and you don't know, and then you let a guy leak behind you, he didn't miss.
3: No, I mean, he didn't, and he's, he's, he's a talented young man. He's taller than what I he's thought big he was. He's dude, isn't he? 6'5",
2: like 230?
3: And he can run, you know. I mean, we caught Mikael Williams on that on that <laughs> interception. I thought there was no way in the world that Mikael was going to be gone, but he was able to to reel him in and, and bring him down. But he is a big kid, and he's smart with the football as well, and, um, you know, he's able to – you know, just his elusiveness and being able to get himself out of trouble as well to extend plays was huge. But even him just running the ball was impressive.
2: Yeah, he's he's a good player and uh, certainly uh, can see why they're having a, a, a successful season this year uh, because of guys like him. Uh, it was a hot day. I think it was... Last we checked, it got up to 88, which is very un mid October like. It felt like a more of a mid September game. And then we talked about the injuries and being shorthanded. It felt like that had a factor as a game went along. They were a little bit deeper than you, and you had a lot of guys battling cramps there at the bitter end and I know you're not going to use it as an excuse but it seemed like that had a factor especially on the defensive side because they got because of those turnovers put out there a lot of times for long stretches of time
3: yeah that's you know so I talked to our offense about you know, our defense has been out there a long time right now so we need to sustain a drive and you know give those guys a little bit of a break and sure enough we're, we're three now, you know so it goes we got to work hand in hand together you know offensive and defensive but we practice in the afternoon anyway mm-hmm. you know we practice in the heat and you know, where we, we should be used to the heat, even though last week here, it was more windy than, <laughs> than heat, but, you know, our guys should be, you know, acclimated to those, those conditions already because that's when we actually do practice, so, uh, you know, that that's going to be no excuse. Um, hydrate, you know, Gatorade, you know, whatever you got to do, and it doesn't start on Friday night, you know, before we play on Saturday, you got to start hydrating Monday through through Friday to make sure that your body's prepared and it's ready, and, um, you know, you can tell those guys all those things, but... Some of that stuff falls back on them, on them because we give them tons and tons of Gatorade Friday through Saturday, and uh, it, but it's it's too late by then. It's, it starts early in the week.
2: You mentioned and we mentioned injuries, and you had a few more go down. You had a couple of, a couple of more starters on the defensive side now play any updates any chances to get to get players back where I, I mean we could take the rest of the show to go over all the injuries and players who may or may not return but any, any chance in the near future maybe this week against uh, ucm to get some guys back yeah i
3: think there's a chance you know miles gets back um, um perez will get back as well we believe those two will be back for us um Devin white we'll see just kind of see how the things go with him and the doctor um legs kind of up in the air too um hunter's kind of probably another week out and you know, offensively, I think we should have all those guys back, That except for Chance, you know, and, and Tillis. Um, Chance is probably another week or so away, hopefully, possibly maybe this week, but we'll see. He's probably another week away. But Tillis is pretty much done for the season with his injury as well. So we have a lot of those guys that are <laughs> season-ending. But, you know, again, it's just experience for these young guys to get in there and get some reps and, and and make the most of their opportunity. And, you know, right now it's just, you know, preparing them, getting them ready, and, and hopefully we come out with some wins.
2: Yeah, I think I went through – from the Northwest Missouri game of the 22 starters, 11 have missed either one game. I think, no, I think it's 12 of the 22 starters have missed at least one game because of injury, and eight of those 12 have missed multiple games. It's been a crazy year. And, again, I know you don't use it as that an excuse, but uh, never seen anything quite like it. Never uh, seen a season like this ever.
3: I haven't either. And, you know, Nate, our trainer, hasn't either. And Coach Boucher, our strength coach, hasn't either. And our coaches are sitting there just shaking their head every time Nate comes in because every morning he comes in <laughs> with uh, the with – the injury report and we're just it just keeps getting longer and longer you know it was one sheet and then it was a one sheet back in front and now it's gone up to two sheets so uh it's just one of those years and it's crazy you're trying to figure out exactly what it is some of them are just freaks out accident things and some of them maybe we could control and stuff. I don't know. Just some, It's just really, really weird. I can't figure it out. But, you know, really, I'm checking everything and every box. <laughs> okay, what can I do different to make sure none of these things happen? And I think all of our coaches are doing that as well. But sometimes that's just the game of football. And, but I don't think no matter where I've been, whether it was at Littleboro or at Washburn or here, I've never seen anything like it.
2: It's crazy, but the Tigers battle through it, and they'll be back at home this Saturday. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis would like to get to know that story. It's banking One story at a time. Visit GoldenBeltBank.com to learn more. It's Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue on 8th and Main and Hayes. We'll take a break. Back with more with head coach Chris Brown on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
0: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early, they do sell out.
4: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
1: You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever growing team of specialists at HaysMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HaysMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award winning care, HaysMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com.
5: Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids' meals, burritos, sweets, Sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the taco shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, three seventy-nine, dollars and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come
2: on down to the taco shop. Second and goal, UCO, down to the Tigers, 7, after recovering that muff. Brown to throw, and it's almost, it's intercepted! It's plucked out of the air! Here goes McCall Williams, he's at midfield! He's at the Bronco, 40, and he can't get away from the quarterback all the way down to the 36-yard line! What an athletic interception by McCall Williams! Yeah, that was a big play. It was after the Tigers muff a punt which gave the Broncos the ball inside the 10-yard line, but the Tigers able to get a right back and uh, eventually get a touchdown out of that. Welcome back to Tiger Talk, live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes. As uh, we're at the corner of 8th and Main, stop on by. Best barbecue around. i have got all the great sauces. Maybe you like the KC style. Maybe you like the Carolina, the Texas. They, they've got them all for you to try. they got a great, uh, great uh, product here, some of the best barbecue you'll find anywhere here at Big Smoke barbecue in Hayes. You, you kind of touched on that. that. was an amazing interception. And from our vantage point, I could see Mikkel going for the ball, but couldn't tell right away whether he caught it or not. He went running the other way. And then as impressive was <laughs> Stephon Brown tracking him down. But that was obviously a key play because you have the muff punt inside the 10, and, um, uh, you know, it looked like they're going to be able to go out and take the lead, but you're able to, to to get that turnover, which has been unfortunately few and far between, and then get ten or six points out of that to grab that early 10-0 lead.
3: That's huge. You know, I mean, that's a tremendous play. You know, we muff a punt, and, you know, a lot of times in those situations, it, it's hard to keep the offense out of the end zone or just at least scoring, you know, a field goal or something like that. But that was a tremendous play by McHale. Getting down other than us, you know, taking the advantage, of, you know, of, of – that opportunity and scoring points which we really haven't done a lot in the past as well so uh but it was good to see that you know and the progress that now we're working together offensively defensively you know put some things together and uh you know i just hope we can continue to do that create more turnovers you know on defense and then when our defense puts in good situations offensively that we take care of those you know we take advantage of those situations and score touchdowns instead of field
2: goals uh, you know and you know, obviously, it, it's been a struggle when when the Tigers are one and six. And it hasn't been that way in a while. A lot of people always ask, you know, what's what's wrong? And, and injuries have been the underlying factor. I mean, I don't I don't you. If any other team in the conference or the country had to deal with that many, they they would all struggle as well. But I think the turnover giveaway takeaways probably the next biggest stat. You look when when you guys are rolling, you're usually plus you know plus eight to twelve in that area by the time the season was over you usually had anywhere between 18 to 20 plus takeaways uh that's not the case this year i think you've got seven or eight and you're minus 12 in turnover margin it's just hard to win it's less possessions for you more for your opponent and instead of vice versa you look at teams that have success they usually own that turnover margin every year
3: yeah they do and that's something we haven't you know haven't done this year Neil, and you love a lot it's physicality and new guys playing in different positions but of course you know me i'm not going to use those things as excuses um getting hands on balls getting some tip balls getting more pressure on the quarterback whatever it might be you know because we've got a lot of young guys you know across that d line that are still trying to figure out you know how to play d line for us and what we're expecting out of them and they're you know don't have the weight yet and probably aren't strong enough yet but you know we'll we'll get them there and then offensively it's just sometimes just decision making you know and you know the one hurts pretty bad you know we run a little switch route with our our tight end it's you know corners high we throw it check down to the back and we still try to throw it and force it to the to the receiver um the one that doesn't really bother me is the one that we try to throw to Manny um it's going to be like a punt situation oh, yeah, anyway you yeah. know so that one doesn't really bug me but you know and then we were kind of a little, little naked play and quarterback gets the ball batted down just kind of pump fake get around him then then dump it down but it's just he's a freshman too and he's still trying to learn And that was a the, tremendous yeah. play on the one interception it, it, got to bat it up and catch it yep and good thing they uh Blocked us in the back and came back, but you know it's just ten
2: yards behind the play. <laughs> yep,
3: and but it's just mistakes, you know, after mistake that we just you know we got to eliminate those offensively and defensively, get out know, the big plays, but we got to create some more turnovers, you know, defensively and quit having so many offensively. Those just that's what's killing us right now.
2: Well, and you mentioned the one, and maybe just trying to do too much and try to get it all back, but. Unfortunately, that, that the, the the turnover when you're you know you're talking about going to the check down and they had Cure covered, Adrian's open. I mean, he may be at least is close to the first down. If not, he was open and, and would have been the right read. But it just come after you'd scored, you cut it to five, you get a stop, and you get the ball back, and you kind of sense, hey, got a chance here. Uh, the one you were going in to possibly take the lead, and, and they bat it and they get the pick. But you kind of figure you go in and score there. You got, you're got right back in the ball game, and, and just some of that decision-making, and maybe it is and trying to do too much and and, you know hit the hit the seven run home run so to speak Uh, just trying to do too much
3: yeah you are you know we're in that situation i'm just sitting here as a coach going okay we have a great opportunity and a great chance to go take the lead and win the we have a chance to win this ball game we really truly do and the way our kids are playing but then all of a sudden we just kind of fell apart just a little Mm -hmm. bit you know probably like a seven to eight minute span which, which will cost you in a ball game but it was the turnovers that cost us there and you know, we're, we're going to get better, and our kids are going to get better, and that's really what we're going to focus You know, we got to continue to focus on this. You know, these kids are improving each week. It's just, you know, it's just not the kids that we were used to. There's these young guys that are getting a lot of reps, and they're getting themselves better, and, uh, you know, things are going to come around. They really, truly are. I, I see the future. It's going to be really bright, and even, heck, these next four games are all winnable games if we just play the way we're supposed to play.
2: Well, you could see it when you're playing well. You can play with anybody around, and, and certainly saw it for a lot of the game on, on Saturday. You had to like the quick start. You got off to a ten to nothing lead. I know you'd rather have a touchdown on that opening drive. I think you got down about the 15, 16 yard line, and, and, and it kind of stalled, and and you had to kick the field goal. But to go out and score—it's only the second time all year you've gotten points out of your opening possession. Uh, to get off to a quick start and not have to be playing from behind, like it feels like you've done all year long.
3: Yeah, because years past, it seemed like we always—it seemed like we scored every mm-hmm. first possession, and uh, you know that just hasn't happened this year. And you know, multiple quarterbacks and, and different things here and there, and and receivers, and now tight ends, and and things like that. But that's just we got to get off the quicker starts, or at least you know if we do get the ball, change in field position, yeah. whatever it might be, just to make sure that you know they have the long you know field to to try to score with as well. But. You know those are just things we focus on in practice, and you know we keep changing things up in practice to have fast starts, whether it's at the beginning of practice, end of practice, middle of practice, just trying to get one on one, no offense versus defense, just to kind of keep the speed of the game going and get that competitiveness going as well. But I don't know, we just gotta find ways to score more points and and get better.
2: Well, the Tigers did get off to the the nice start, had a ten to nothing lead, but but come up a little bit short in in the ball game. You got the field goal in the first possession. No Manny Aguilar this week, and you had to go with Parker Jenkins for all, all the kick. And just added to the list of, of guys, and uh, it was it wasn't the prettiest kick, but but Parker got the job
1: done.
3: Yeah, and that was just a I mean that was a last second decision too. Manny got sick, and you know had the flu, and and who else? I mean, it might could possibly be mono as well, which we hope it's not. But you know it's just one of those things. You're like man, what else <laughs> can happen, right? And but, you know Parker was a guy last year, and he did he did a great job, you know, with his kickoffs and, and making these field goals today. And you know there's always used to a, a certain holder, and we got a new holder this week because yeah. Hunter's been out, and so there's a lot of things that go into those things as well. But no, I just hope we start getting some of these guys back. But Parker did a great job making that field goal for did, us.
2: Yeah, and I don't know maybe maybe not knowing and having time to think about it all week, and and knowing before the ball game that uh, you're going to be the guy, maybe that helps him out, but. As we've seen, I mean, you got to have more than one. You never know what's going to happen. And uh, good to see uh, a guy with a little bit of experience be able to step into that role.
3: Yeah, you do. You know, you always got to take extra, you know, punters and kickers and snappers because you only take one, you don't know what's going to yeah. happen, and now you're kind of in, in a bad spot. And uh, So I'm glad we got two of them, you know, and I'm glad we got two punters as well just in case something does happen to one of those guys, we can bring the other guy in. So hopefully they continue to, you know, those guys that are backing up, those guys are, are just as good as well. I mean, they, they do have good legs, and they can make those things happen. So it's always good to have a good number of them.
2: I want to add, you mentioned punting, and unfortunately he's had to do a little bit more than you'd like. But Sauson, I think you'd see him improving. He had that one game, it kind of struggled, but it feels like he's starting to kind of find his stride a little bit and keeps getting better every week.
3: It is, and it's just understanding the game, too. You know, when you come from you know, Australia and <laughs> playing Australian football to American football, and... <laughs> You know, just trying to, you know, his first punt, line drive, kicked it into the end zone, you know, like well, this needs to be a higher punt, a sky punt, make the guy a fair catch it inside the 10. And it's just learning those things as, he, as he's going through a program. And then, you know, next time out, well, I kind of got on him a little bit for that <laughs> punt. And then next time out, he really booms one, you know, for and they, You know, we pinned him inside the 15. So I was like, now that's what we're looking for and that's what we're talking about. So, but he's improving, he's getting better. And, uh, you know, it's just weight room stuff with him. He just, he's getting the weight room, get that leg stronger. And once he's gets that strength, I think he'll he'll even be better for us.
2: Tigers fall to the Broncos. They'll host the other Central in the MIAA, Central Missouri, who got a win. They're 2-5 coming into town Saturday for a 1 o'clock kick at Lewis Field. We're still going to get to your questions a little bit later on the program. You can go to the the A State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, And go to fans, you'll get a drop down there at the very bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue here at the corner of 8th and Main, the home of Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown. Going above and beyond for you, Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Our guest today is new Fort A. State defensive line coach, Shalayton Hickel. He'll be joining us next as we continue here for Big Smoke Barbecue. It's Tiger Talk on a Monday here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.
0: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good, and Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early, they do sell out.
4: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
7: At BTI, we pride ourselves on providing quality John Deere equipment and customer support. Since 1944, BTI has been serving farmers and commercial operators with mowers, tractors, and compact construction equipment at an affordable price. As a leader in the ag industry, BTI offers complete technology solutions so our farmers can help keep America running. Experience the BTI difference for yourself.
1: Call BTI.
7: Our family in partnership with your family.
5: Save money while getting your car winter ready at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil, 5 quart Jug, $17.99, or the one-course size for $3.79. Napa High Frequency Battery Charger Maintainer, $29.99. Heat Hog Portable Heater, $99.99. Power Service Diesel Fuel Deicer, 9 dollars 99 And Shop Towels, $11.99. Find savings store-wide at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes.
8: The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit GoldenBeltBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: Three receivers right, two to the left. One of those is Soto. Brown throws. It's going to be caught. And breaking to tackle Ramsey to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. Manny Ramsey caught it over in the right flat, made one man missed, and takes it into the end zone. It's a 30-yard touchdown pass from Jack Dawson to Manny Ramsey. And it's 9-0 Tigers with 7-11 to go here in the first. Yeah, that was after the interception uh, from uh, Mikel Williams, who set it up. Uh, Tigers take it in from... 30 out as Manny Ramsey continues to have a a remarkable year. He continues to move up on the all-time charts, top five in career receptions, yardage, and all of that. I mean, by the time he's done, he's got a chance to go down as one of the all-time great receivers in Fort Hayes State history. Tiger Talk presented by the Taco Shop. You can order online, you can order on the phone, use their app, pick up, delivery. The Taco Shop, they've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. We're live at Big Smoke. Barbecue, Tiger Talk on this Monday. And again, if you want to submit a question for uh, Coach Brown, you can go to the FHSU Athletics website, FHSUAthletics.com. Go to, you'll see fans, click on fans. You'll get a drop down menu there, at the very bottom. Um, they'll be asked the coach and submit your question. And if we uh, use it, uh, you'll be uh, there in the running for a $25 gift certificate. We've got a couple from earlier this week, so we're going to get to those a little bit later on in the program. Right now, we bring in the assistant to Coach one of the the newest member of the coaching staff uh, defensive line coach layton hickle joining us we appreciate you taking some time out of what is a it's a busy day this time of the year but i appreciate you uh, joining us on the on the program and i know we've talked about it with coach it's been a it's been a struggle with injuries and everything How, how's everybody hanging in there on the defensive line they've, they've been hit hard as well
9: no it's been uh i mean it's been unexpected obviously i mean you know in football you're going to go through those mm-hmm. bang-ups and um see some injuries here and there but man this year has been something uh, I've never seen before and obviously I'm a younger coach so um, but this is hopefully something I won't see again Um, but it is football and you have to be prepared for those injuries to happen you got to make sure your guys are prepared to go and and uh, so yeah we saw a little bit of that this weekend with with our DNs and I thought our guys had stepped in with Wolf Long and Sproul, and I thought they did a great job um, executing the game plan and giving us a chance.
2: Yeah, you didn't. I mean, Gavin's been out for for a few games now, hopefully get him back soon, and, and, and Miles, just such a, I mean, a presence out there, that experience of both linebacker and now the, the defensive end position. Um, uh, you, you take a couple of those guys out, it, it makes it difficult, but as coaches said, it's a great opportunity for some of these other players to, to get some experience and, and audition for, for the rest of the season and for next year as well
9: no yeah it's a great experience for those guys and you know it gives me confidence that we do have some depth there and uh guys that can get us through that point and, and fight out there and give us a chance um and so yeah no i'm proud of those guys for fighting through and obviously you know can't wait to get miles back I, i'm so comfortable with having him out there and feel so confident that we're going to get things executed because I'm such a great leader but um yeah great job from those young guys stepping in for sure
2: Talk about uh, your, your first year, of course, uh, you are a former Tiger, played linebacker, had a great career at, at, at Fort Hayes State, and, and of course, we're in the high school ranks, and most recently out at Hayes High as their defensive coordinator, and then, then Coach Ike leaves, and, a, and an opportunity for you, just talk a little bit about that process a little bit, and, and that jump from the high school uh, to the to the collegiate game.
9: Yeah, I mean, my, uh, my story getting back to Hayes is just kind of a crazy one, <laughs> um, just kind of how I got in touch with Coach Crow, and how he, you know, offered that job up, and i um, so grateful for Coach Grow and that opportunity he gave me to get back here because it's kind of led me to where I am today. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, it was a process. You know, I, was, I loved the, the job I was at at the high school, and I, you know, tried to be the best DC I could be um, and coached a lot of energy there. And, you know, I think some of that wore off. And, and Coach Brown and Coach Harris were, you know, always in touch with me during that time. And I uh, got to see a lot of our practices, or not, I guess not a lot of our practices, but be around a lot of camps and everything that we were doing um and so you know Cooper's always a, a great guy to could go to if I had questions going on with the defense because a lot of things I ran were well, a lot of things ran at Hayes or at Fort Hayes State as well uh and so yeah just got that communication line going back up and then you know I didn't even know things were going down with Coach Ike and had a few things going on my on my other side and um you know they reached out and said hey this this is kind of happening just be prepared if if something does happen we're going to come after you and um, you know, so grateful for the opportunity they've given me, and you know, there's no better nobody else I'd rather work for than Coach Brown. I have so much respect for him for what he did um, as I was a player. You know, GA got to be around him too, uh, and, and you know, I love my job what I'm doing now.
2: And you mentioned Coach Harris. I mean, he's he's very low key, but I mean, it's one thing, and and I think the numbers are going to get better. And you just there's so many young kids with all the injuries, but you don't worry about the defense. And I really think this group, and you get everybody healthy. Um, just seeing what we saw in the preseason as they get experience and you go along, I, I, this core's got a chance, I think, to be pretty good defensively.
9: No, this core is going to be awesome. Um, I, I love this core that we've got right now, and yeah, you know, Coach Harris is, doesn't like all the attention on him; he just kind of stays low key in what he does. I'm but guessing I, he
2: won't ever make an appearance on this show. No,
9: I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk we'll you do some work, it, we'll but. No, he's, uh, you know, I always thought Coach Harris was one of the smartest football coaches I've ever been around, and, uh, you know, that was as a player, I, I was a linebacker for him my senior year. Um, being a GA, just seeing how he approaches the game and, you know, how his mind thinks, um, and just had so much respect. And, you know, I saw last year, you know, just being an outsider of, of what Fort Hayes was doing, because I've always followed him along, um, I thought he's always done such a great job adjusting throughout the year with his personnel and just kind of getting things figured out, and you know, this year it hasn't necessarily shown that stat-wise, and, and some people don't see it, but, you know, in the room, we are starting to figure some things out. We are getting better, um, and, and these young guys are going to be a group that can really, really, really do some good things in this league. Um, it's just it's a process, and you don't win a lot of times with freshmen and sophomores out in the MIAA, and we know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, we're trying to get that experience and trying to be the best version of ourselves we can be right now. We're visiting with Leighton
2: Hickel, Fort Hayes State's defensive lines coach. We're right now at the bottom of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Tiger Talk live from Big Smoke Barbecue on 8th and Main in Hayes. We're going to squeeze in a break. We'll come back with more with Coach Hickel here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
0: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out.
4: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
1: October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. You vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes growth in our communities through employee involvement, by supporting schools, and through the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Brungart Hauer CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you're starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Brungart Hauer is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax, your time is important. Let us give you more. Brungart Hauer CPAs, we can help. We do that
6: Dawson
2: to throw, he's going to the end zone, he's got a man open, it is caught, Manny Ramsey, touchdown, Fort Hay State, Ramsey's second touchdown catch of the afternoon, this one from 24 yards, and Fort Hay State has cut it down to a 22-16 deficit with 2.46 to go in the third. Yeah, they would get to within five. Unfortunately, couldn't get any closer. The Tigers fall Saturday to central Oklahoma. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. From the ball fields to the farm fields, the experts at Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute will help you regain your best moves for excellence in joint and spine injury, sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more. There's no need to travel far. Visit hayesmed.com slash orthopedics to learn more. We are live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Tiger Talk on this Monday. Certainly glad to have you a part of it. We'll get to your questions with Coach Brown a little bit later on, but right now we're visiting with uh, Leighton Hickel, defensive line coach for the Fort Hay State Tigers, his first year as a coach in the system. Of course, uh, outstanding linebacker in his playing days. A long line of, I guess, Central Plains Oilers now, but Claflin <laughs> going back to, to your brother, uh, Jordan, when he's played. There's been a been a nice pipeline of, of uh, I guess, Wildcats and Oilers make their presence now on at, at Fort a State State, you mentioned miles ben just got to be neat to to coach one of those guys who has told us he remembered your playing and kind of looked up to you guys when when you were on the field wearing the black and gold
9: no yeah it's really cool to have that kind of connection between all the guys coming up here and you know how just Fort A state's always been something very um you know unique to everybody at claflin and and uh you know there's a lot of fans back at a at, uh, claflin right now just because so many guys have came through but um, no, it's been awesome getting these guys to have the same type of experience I've had. You know, I, I actually got to recruit Lane Beaverly when I was a GA mm-hmm. and, and got him up here. And so, um, yeah, I mean, those guys have had great careers and, and love having that pipeline uh, for years to come.
2: Well, hopefully many, many more to come because they've all been outstanding players in the program. We talked a little bit ago about your decision to, to, to go from the high school ranks to college big difference in coaching or is it just football is football obviously these guys are a little bit bigger a little bit faster than maybe you see and 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 um, gavin Hazelhorse, one that you got a coach at hayside now get that that opportunity here but what, what's been the biggest either transition challenge or, or, or difference in, in what you had at the high school ranks uh,
9: you know the biggest difference is the time put in um, as a coach here at the college level you know this is all you do and and uh, you spend so much time throughout the week game planning and just finding tendencies and everything else so you know, that's the big thing, because football's football. Um, you know, you're going to coach kids the way you coach, because my style hasn't changed whatsoever from the high school ranks to the college. Um, and so, you know, I just got to coach the kid the best you can and, and try to build that relationship with the kid and, and make him want to play hard for you. And, but yeah, just, just outside of that, it's just the the time wise and the meeting wise and everything else. But that's not a bad thing because I'm in meetings all day talking <laughs> about football. So it's not that I hate my job that I'm spending too much time. I love that part of it. So it's just that's the difference in it.
2: And you got to come and do coaches' shows every now and then when, when when the when the boss asks you to. And we certainly appreciate you uh, doing that. You, you kind of touched a little bit on the depth of the defensive line and, and kind of maybe saw the with with the injuries with the, with the heat on Saturday. And but we talk about it on offense. It starts up front and i think you probably say the same thing on defense and the way this defense has always been kind of structured if the linebackers are having outstanding seasons a lot of tackles making a lot of plays the defensive line has done their job it's you know it's kind of designed for them to let those guys come up fill the gap and and kind of get the glory so to speak but it feels like if, if, if you guys are playing well up front it just kind of goes back and every level after that has, has a chance to be really good.
9: No, absolutely. And, you know, I, I've i always coached linebackers. I was a linebacker. And so, you know, the first day I took the job and talked to D-Line, I I'm, said, I'm speaking as a linebacker. You know, our job is to make sure they make plays. Um, you know, we're not we're not glory guys. Um, we're going to do our job and do it right and make sure others make the play. And, and you know, and we'll know in the meeting rooms what we did. Um, and, you know, if people don't recognize it outside of there, so be it. Um, be, be bought into the team, be bought into the vision. And, uh, and, you know, execute your job the best you can. So, yeah, I think our guys have bought into that system. You know, we don't have a bunch of me guys in that room, which is awesome. It's the guys I want to coach. Um, and so, yeah, we, we want those linebackers to have 15 tackles a game, Then that means we did a great job up front, and, you know, everybody knows that.
2: I, I go back to Nathan Shepard when he played here, and if you look at his numbers every year – From his sophomore to his senior years, his stat line actually dropped, and he had less tackles and less tackles for loss as he got older. So that's double and triple teams, obviously, because of a guy that talent. But uh, it just kind of goes to show you, I mean, his stock improved and his stats line dropped because – that was his job, try to occupy those guys, and let the linebackers run free. always—that's a great example.
9: Yeah, no, the more the more the offensive line has to stay on you, and uh, that's a lot of respect for the D line. You know, if those guys think they can just chip you and go mm-hmm. next level, I mean, that's almost a shot at, at the guy they have saying they can go one on one with you. So yeah, um, you know, we embrace that role and we keep going with it. We're just we're young right now up mm-hmm. front, and we're going to get to that point where we will demand the doubles at all times and and be the most dominant force in the field.
2: All right, Central Missouri comes to town on on Saturday, and I thought it was a really good effort, and we talked with Coach a little bit ago uh, this past Saturday at UCO. A lot of good things to hopefully build off, hopefully get a few of those guys back uh, that that had to, to, to miss that game. But uh, the challenges with, with Central Missouri, I know they've got a new coach, but in the past they've always been dynamic on offense. What will be the big challenges
9: this week? No, I, I still think they are dynamic on offense. You know, we, we really got to dive into them last night and, and all day, yesterday i guess and uh you know i think their quarterback's a great player i think he makes a lot of good decisions and keeps play alive a lot of times you know i think their are aligned does a great job protecting them and you know when do, guys do scoop three uh, the quarterback makes a miss and keeps his eyes downfield and makes plays and so we're gonna have to be disciplined there um and their running backs are good you know number zero is real good he's a little scat back and he'll find the hole and he'll go so yeah we're gonna have to be disciplined just be physical and you know kind of just going back to concentrating on us in, in this week and trying to get better each week you know that's all we try to focus on is us and are we going to get one percent better this week and every day and just try to get you know climb that ladder to to, to get to the top
2: all right, sounds good. Should be a fun one. Hopefully it's a good afternoon and the Tigers can find a way to get to that win column. Layton, we appreciate the time, appreciate the visit. Glad to have you back in the, in the black and gold, and uh, good luck the rest of the year.
9: Hey, thank you, Gerard, and thanks for all you do. You know, years I was in Kansas City, I uh, lived my Tiger football through you, man, so we do appreciate you, and, and you're the best in the business. Well, I appreciate that. Layton Hickel,
2: 4-Day State's defensive line coach, our guest here on Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer, Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg. Hoxie, Ness City, and Pratt, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take a break. Coach Chris Brown will rejoin us as Tiger Talk continues on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
0: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out.
4: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
7: Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family.
1: Call on BTI.
7: For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com
8: the passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
5: Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids meals, burritos, sweets, Sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the taco shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, three seventy-nine, dollars and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come
2: on down to the taco shop.
8: shot.
2: Fourth down at 17 for the Tigers from the Bronco 45. Forrester steps up going to the near sideline. He's got a man open. It's caught. It'll be a first down. Cale Cormany, the tight end with a big time catch. He high points it at the 13 yard line. It'll be a first minutes. down for Fort Hay State on a completion of 32 yards. Yeah, another one of the young guys that no coach is excited about. Uh, tight end Kale Cormany. Of course, you always like your tight ends. You're the tight ends coach and deal with them. But but with with Hunter Butkey's absent with with his ankle injury, um, we've seen Leighton cure, and you can just see the the progress he's made. And kind of open up the playbook. Leighton had a pass completion, and then Kale got his first pass reception after a couple of runs earlier this year on some fourth down plays. But starting to see what those two are going to add to this program as time goes on, and they get a little bit bigger a little bit more confident
3: yeah they are i mean they're each week they're getting a little more comfortable with what we're doing offensively and route running and adding little plays for them Mm -hmm. here and there and different packages you know we always use kale on the little you know quarterback sneak stuff and, and things like that and Leighton add more to his plate as well, but you can see those two are going to be really good ball players for us and really help us out here in the future. But they're helping us right now, you know. And they're just redshirt freshmen. And you know, Kel going up and getting that ball, that that's a huge play. And then Cure, you know, it was supposed to go to Manny, but Manny wasn't open. But he remembered there's another guy coming from the right. backside. Who was able to throw it down. And just seeing their their maturity as they go through this. But those two study a lot. You know, they watch film together a lot, and uh, they work out together. And you know, they, they keep each other going, and I think they just kind of feed off each other. And that's what you want on your team, your guys feed off each other, making each other better, pressing each other each day. And, you know, and, and they're both going to get playing time you know, throughout this their next four or year, three years. And uh, I'm glad they're both mine. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're easy to coach. They're hungry. And they just want to play football and do whatever's best for the team.
2: Well, it's kind of that accountability you've talked about. And, and when you have a position room, and if you can get all of them like that, where they're pushing each other, and then one does well, the other one wants to do well. As, and you just That's how you build, and, and you look at your really good teams. You had that at all the positions, and it was almost an internal competition, a friendly one, but it made everybody better and, 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 and made the team better.
3: It does, you know, and it's just that, you know, hold each other accountable and pushing one another. and somebody's not doing something right you tell them about it and you know there's just things that we're looking for right now and those two will talk to each other quite a bit about hey what are you seeing out there and, and it's good when you see them on the sideline together and you know Kel on that catch I <laughs> Kel, come here I yelled at him and he kind of ran over like scared to death like hey that's a great catch he goes oh coach I thought I was in trouble I'm like no I just want to tell you that was an excellent catch way to go up and get it and, and get after it but you need that competition across the board and you know, sometimes we bring more kids in, and sometimes these kids are like, well, why would you bring him in? Well, it's competition, and we want to see how you guys compete, how you get after it. And so if you don't want to lose your job, you better work a little bit harder. But if you don't have that competition, it's, it's hard. So we're going to keep bringing guys in to try to push, you know, other guys and, and make them
5: work.
2: Well, speaking of bringing guys in, it was nice to talk with uh, with Coach Hickel a, a little bit ago, and of course a lot of folks remember him as a as an outstanding linebacker, but uh, a great addition. Coach Ike obviously was a mainstay and, and did a great job with that defensive line, and, and but uh, you can see Coach Hickel's going to do a really good job as he gets his feet planted here at Fort Hays State, but that feels like a nice nice addition to the staff.
3: He is, just a tremendous coach. You know, coaching him was fun, you know, and he went through those hard times mm-hmm. when I first got here of, you know, trying to build this program, he's one reason why this program was where was that a couple of years ago you know just because their work ethic and their accountability that they held each other to, and uh, you know just and then he ga'd for us for a couple of years and did an excellent job there and then you know a spot opened up and you know he was the first one that came to mind just because i knew who he was and how he coached and his work ethic and I knew he was a tiger, and, and you know, he, he bled, you know, like and, and gold, and, that, and that's what he would want to do. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we got him because he's doing a tremendous job with those those guys that he has right now. They're getting better each week, and uh, you can tell that they have a lot of respect for him, and they're going to do everything you ask him to do.
2: It's a young group, and as we said, that whole defense, I think, as they move through and they progress, I think they got a chance to be really, really good.
3: They really do. We've got two seniors, right? we got late uh, – Hiraman, and we got off. a hey, those are our two seniors yeah. on defense. Everybody else is juniors and sophomores and, and freshmen. So as they grow mature, they're only going to get better.
2: All right, let's get to some questions again. All you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, uh, look for the uh, fans link, and you get a drop-down at the very bottom submit your question. If we use it, a uh, chance to win a gift certificate, a $25 gift certificate here from Big Smoke Barbecue. Um, the first one, uh, do you have any coaching mentors or colleagues that maybe you have consulted when you've had difficulties in the past? Obviously, this year has been a challenge on, on a lot of different fronts. Do you have, do you have guys you, you talk to every week or, or maybe colleagues or guys you play with? How do you go about that?
3: You know, sure, quite a bit. Right, you know, Washburn so. because he's, you know, he gave me my first opportunity to coach and we're really good friends. Um, so, you know, he, he, he's a main one. I'm Rich Wright at, at mm-hmm. Northwest as well. And, you know, I'll call Adam Droll at UCO every once in a while. And you know, those guys, sometimes Higgins and I talk, you know, from Emporia. So, you know, we just kind of lean on each other. You just, you know, you build those relationships with those coaches because we're all in this together, And except on game day <laughs> and on, during recruiting. Uh, but you want everybody to do well. And, uh, you know, we're all in this to, to help grow these young men and make them better men and hopefully, you know, someday make them you know great husbands and fathers and they get a great job and they graduate from college and do all these great things. So when things are hard and things are not going, and even when things are good, you know, you, you call each other and then, you know, maybe Washman's already played, you see him. So, hey, Coach Herg, what did you guys do? What would you see? You know, just, just those type of things. But, you know, you always lean on those guys. Um, they're your friends except on game day. And, uh, you know, I'll do anything for them as well.
2: It did seem a little weird seeing Coach Dorrell in, in blue and gold on the, on the sideline after all of his years at, at Northwest Missouri State. That seems like a good fit for them. But uh, I'm sure – would like to have gone somewhere else because he's an outstanding coach, but it is neat to, to kind of see him back in the league after uh, uh, going to Abilene Christian and all the success he had.
3: Yeah, it is. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. Even when he was at Northwest, you know, we we talk quite a bit, and we always have some great laughs and giggles. And even when he was at, you know, Abilene Christian, him and I would have conversations on the phone, you know, probably, you know, once every month just to just kind of see how he was doing. He was seeing how I was doing and, you know, just kind of bump ideas off each other as well. And, you uh, know, I'm – not well. I'm glad <laughs> I know where he's you're back going. in the league. I know where you're going, but I'm not glad he's back in the yeah, league. I know. No, he's a good friend of mine. He's he's a great guy.
2: And, and boy, and what a facility he's got! The first time we've been there since all of the improvements have been made. First time ever done a football game with a waterfall in the background. In fact, we kept hearing in Jay Z's uh, our crowd, our Mike with him on the sideline. I kept thinking we had some interference, and then realized oh, it's just the waterfall. A unique facility, but boy, they've really fixed that place up nice. They
3: really have. I mean, just. The waterfall itself and the trees they added to that side, you know, just be, used to be those stairs that were coming mm-hmm. down, that really sharpened that side up, adding the bleachers, you know, to the visitor side as well, really made it impressive, and then just their facility in the end zone with their, you know, their way room and, you know, locker room and all those things, it's 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 a tremendous facility, and, you know, they keep building, they keep growing and, and getting all these things, I mean, that, that's... It's going to be a powerhouse pretty soon. Yep,
2: the arms race in the MIAA never ends. Speaking of our other question, um, the MIAA has been described as the SEC in Division II football. Uh, They'd like your comment on that. Do you agree with that?
3: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it it really is because, you know, just we talk about facilities and you look at the SEC and the number of the facilities, how they just keep growing and getting bigger and more stuff for the kids and just the competition, you know, throughout that conference um, year in and year out. I mean, Alabama's probably going to win it, but you know, more than likely. But there's a lot of competition that goes into those things. But you know, look at Alabama getting beat, you know, this week as well. I mean, that's just a, a tough, tough conference. And if you're not ready to play, you got, you got, you're probably going to get beat. And that's just like our conference as well. Doesn't matter who you play if you don't prepare and get yourself, your kids ready, and you don't recruit properly, and you know, get the guys that come in to fit in your system. You know, you're going to lose ball games. But it, it all comes down to the, the facilities, and the, the kids you can recruit. Um, location's a big part of it as well, and. uh but that, that's what it is it is the SEC just because it's it is tough week in and week out
2: well but certainly we've seen that and uh, it, it, it is a challenge and it is an arms race and obviously the new end zone and locker room and, and sports medicine facility will be a big giant step for four day state to try to try to keep pace in that arms race right now we need to squeeze in our final break we will do that we'll come back and take a preview look at this week's opponents the mules from Central Missouri will be in haze on Saturday saturday we'll do that next this is tiger talk from big smoke barbecue on the tiger sports network built by pwc
0: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out.
4: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
2: um
6: there is freedom in movement, and Hays Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hazmed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in Western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at hazemed.com backslash orthopedics.
2: third and goal from the two they hand it off to Soto and he'll find the end zone he was able to cut inside the blocking of Senatuli Teahama and Ted Hessing it's a two-yard touchdown run for Adrian Soto and the Tigers make it 35 to 23 with a minute 32 to go in a game yeah go for two and didn't get it so that ended up being the final score and and with uh, Jaquan Tillis out, it was Soto Show, and 89 yards, I think. And until he's feeling a little bit healthier, last couple of games, he's kind of running with some of that conviction we saw early on in his career. Yeah, he is. You
3: know, get some rehab to you know done as well and, you know, seeing the doctors and just trying to get some things cleared up with, with what was going on with him. But, you know, he's starting to get there. He's starting to feel better. and Still just need to get him to run behind his pads just a little bit more. And uh, But, no, he's doing well. And there's still a few things that we think he can do better, and I think he's just now starting to feel comfortable again. You know, from early in the season, we had some of these injuries, but you know, he'll get there. And I, I know he loves his team. I know he's going to do everything he can for these guys.
2: And he's such a versatile weapon. I mean, he's such a great pass catcher. I mean, he could be a wide receiver, I would think, if, if you needed that cause. But he has that ability to, to catch the ball and, and make guys miss. Uh, so one of those guys, you try to get the ball in his hands as much as you can.
3: Yeah, you do. You know, he can do a lot of different things for us. And it's good to see that he's starting to feel a lot better. And I can see each week he's improving, you know, more and more each week and uh, getting himself better. But he can catch it out of the backfield, which is really nice and uh, you know, that puts those linebackers in a bad spot. Well, you
2: get Central Missouri in town this weekend, a team that maybe is starting to figure some stuff out. They've won two out of their last three after an 0-4 start. But boy, you, I mean, I kind of remember when, when uh, you got the job and, and uh, four days was first into the league, their schedule kind of like four days. It felt like you opened with... Pitt and Northwest and, and then it was Missouri Westerners rolling and all these teams right out of the gate. It was hard to get off to a start. They open at Pitt at home against Washburn at Northwest and then at Kearney. I mean, that's a difficult, difficult schedule with the new coach and all the things that go along with that, but it feels like maybe they're starting to figure some things out and they've played uh, some of their better football here the last few times out.
3: Yeah, they are. You know, each week they've gotten better, you know, it's and that's kind of always happens when, you know, you bring a new coach in and Coach Lamberson is going to do a great job with that. Uh, you know, with those kids and, and getting ready and getting prepared because I just know what type of man that he is, and you know, he, he's a great man. He, he was a great football player yes, too he was. when he was at Northwest, and, he, and he's done some great things. And uh, but they are getting better. You know, defensively they're getting better. Going to give us a ton of different looks. You know, three three down linemen. You know, three four defense. Guys coming from everywhere. You know, setting guys up in different positions. And then offensively they got a pretty good quarterback that can scramble, a run, buy some time, and you know got a tough running backs. You know, they're, they're tough, and they got some good receivers as well. So. You know, we'll see. It's going to be a battle. They're they're sitting here at two and five, and we're sitting here at one and six. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can come out on top.
2: It was a good game a year ago. I think you went won one by three. I mean, it was a stretch. You were got you're kind of hanging in there before it started to to kind of unravel. Just had a lot of a lot of close losses. And it seems like you've had some some really good games with these guys, and some bizarre games with these. I mean, it's like there's been some weird things happen, and they've always been very ultra competitive and close.
3: It has, and it's been crazy. You know, and. Uh... Hopefully this week we can get <laughs> all of our stuff cleaned up and and take care of business. But you know they're a good football team and you know they're doing the same thing, cleaning some things up, getting their guys better. Um, you can tell they're simplifying some things for their guys as well, so they just can play football and and, and make it a little bit easier. But there has been some crazy things going on in these games with them. Either sometimes we've really got after them and they've gotten after us, and it's been some. Debacle that how do we win that game? And the same with them. So uh, it'll be interesting this Saturday.
2: Uh, you had a day game this last Saturday down in Devon. It was hot. Uh, you'll have a day game. It's a one o'clock kick, so we'll make that note a little bit earlier. D- do you prefer one or the other? I know we've talked about Lewis Field at night as a special environment, but uh, getting to play on, on, on a Saturday afternoon is, is kind of neat too.
3: Yeah, it is. And as a coach, you know, sitting there all day long waiting for this seven o'clock game to come just seems like it takes forever. It's <laughs> like a three-day wait is, is what it truly feels like and now it's you know you wake up you go right to pregame meal go play this game then have a chance to go home and hang out with your family and sit and relax the other, the other way it's just you're waiting all day and you really don't really pay attention to your family because you're worrying about football
2: well, hopefully it'll be a good afternoon for the Tigers. Again, it's a 1 o'clock kick, so make that note. A little bit earlier start. We'll be on the air at noon with the Auto World pregame show on Tiger Radio Mix 103. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Have a great week of practice. We'll see you Saturday. Thanks, George. Head Coach Chris Brown of the 4-Day State Tigers as they take on Central Missouri this Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, at Lewis Field. It's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. It's brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, and Hayes Orthopedic Institute. And again, a big thank you to our title and host, title sponsor and host for the program, Big Smoke Barbecue, on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. For the coach, this is Gerard Walbrock. So long, everyone.